0: Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors. Brought to you by UEA. Each month we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So pop the kettle on and let's get started.
1: Hello and welcome to the November episode of Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UBA. My name's Alex and this month I'm joined by one of our higher education advisors, Megan. Hi, Megan. Hiya. Thanks for joining us. So this month we're going to be taking a closer look at our BA in education. But before we get onto to that, I know first of all, a lot of students will be making a start on their UCAS applications at this time of year. And one of the questions that crops up quite a lot is... What students should do if they're considering adding an extra year to their studies, So that might be something like a year abroad or a year in industry, but they're not quite sure if they want to do it. So I was just wondering if you could give us a bit of advice on um, what teachers and advisors can say to those students.
2: That's a great question. And we all know there's so many benefits to students doing a study year abroad or even a semester abroad or a year in industry and it's natural that some students might be unsure because they might not be doing that year abroad or placement year for a few years time or they might be a little bit worried about what that might look like. What we always advise if students are thinking about doing a year abroad or a year in industry is that if they are kind of 70 to 80 percent sure that they would like to apply for that extra year then please do apply for that on their UCAS form. It's a lot easier to switch onto a three-year course once they get to university if they think oh perhaps that isn't for me then to start university and think oh I didn't know about that year abroad I'd absolutely love to do one and then it might be a little bit too late because those places might have been filled so um, yeah we'd always advise to apply for it and if they didn't want to do it then there is always the option to opt out they're not kind of bound to doing that four-year option It's also really good to have a look to see if courses offer perhaps semester abroads. That might not be an option on UCAS, but at UEA I know lots of our humanities courses, lots of other courses offer a semester abroad in the second semester of second year. And that is something that they don't have to opt in when they apply to university. So do just encourage our students to have a look at modules because um, those kind of things are advertised on our website. Likewise there obviously are opportunities to work um, doing placements during the summer holidays or take degrees where they have long placements so our international development course has got the opportunity to do a kind of summer placement which is a good option for those that don't want to perhaps do a whole year or a whole semester abroad.
1: That's great. Thank you so much, Megan. It's a really useful summary. Um, And just to mention, if you are um, interested in knowing a bit more about how things like year abroad, study abroad, all that works, we will be doing a full episode on that in the springtime. So do keep an eye out for that.
0: Nurturing Bright Futures.
1: The higher education advice podcast for teachers and advisors.
0: Brought to you by UEA.
2: This month I'm delighted to say that we are joined by Harry Dyer from our School of Education and Lifelong Learning. Hi, Harry, and welcome to the show.
3: Hiya, it's a real joy to be here.
2: So Harry, when people hear the degree Education or stumble across it through looking at UCAS, they might think that this course is all about learning to be a teacher. Is that what it is?
3: Well, we get this question an awful lot from uh, students, uh, from parents, from everybody, and obviously it is something that we care about quite a lot is, you know, trying to help our students if they want to become educators and head down that path, but we are a three-year course with connections and routes to the PGC and teacher training group that we have here at UEA, but we are not just here to prepare Uh, the future teachers of Norfolk and beyond. But we're a purposefully broad degree that prepares students for a a wide range of career paths from educators. And that's not just teachers, but things like counsellors or working in museums or jails or uh, SEN facilities or lifelong learning spaces. But beyond, you know, preparing people for education, we also prepare journalists, public servants and researchers like myself One of the reasons I'm so passionate about education as a subject is that's where I started my career was uh, studying in a school of education. Uh, And I stayed on because I absolutely loved research and the ideas of research into education. So I I stuck around and uh, now I'm here leading this course myself at at UEA. And I'm really passionate about helping other people become researchers and Showing uh, students the wide range of options available to them beyond education. So, we really do help them if they want to head down that path of education. And a lot of students come here thinking that might be what they want to do, uh, but they will leave with a wide range of options available to them, uh, not just heading towards our PGC training routes, which are incredibly popular, but also, yeah, to a, a wide range of routes beyond that
2: were you one of those students when you first started your degree thinking that you were going to go into teaching as well or if not what made you choose education as your research area
3: so i i had a, a form that i filled out when i was at college that told me i should go and study education and i'd never considered it as an option but because some form told me to do it i went and did it Uh, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do at university and it seemed like an option that I could do something with so I went on to do that and whilst I was there I fell in love with research and social theory and I started uh, researching the ways in which technology is impacting our identities and our everyday lives and since then I've spent the past oh gosh 10 years uh, or so uh, working towards a PhD and my publications around the ways in which technology impacts us so it wasn't something that I ever thought I would be doing I was I was not sure where I'd end up but because I took a degree in education I had so many options made available to me and uh, yeah I've ended up doing something that I'm super passionate about and really grateful for the uh, opportunity to do that through a course in education.
2: And that's so interesting that you filled in a survey because I think these days are so many courses out there for students and looking on UCAS and other websites, they might not kind of stumble across something like education. So what kind of students do you think would enjoy and excel at this course?
3: That's a, a great question. So we've arranged this course so that uh, students have a, a lot of control through optional modules in, in their second and third years to create a degree that's right for them. So. In the first year, we introduce students to a bunch of core concepts around education, and then we'll let them sort of tailor the past towards them. So we get students coming in with experiences in sociology in psychology, uh, but also students who haven't had much experience of the theory of education, but are just really interested in subject areas like maths and English and geography and so on. Um, we get such a wide range of students from across the world really, uh, that we spend the first year making sure that everyone has the same sort of baseline understanding of uh, some of the key educational theories and some of the cutting edge research out there. And then we'll build on that in the second and third year. So it really is a course that is, um open to such a wide range of students from a wide range of backgrounds. Uh, So whatever a student's interests are, we can support and develop them. And we really enjoy the diversity of opinions and ideas that we get in the classroom in the first year of the BA.
2: Do you have any particularly popular modules or any ones that are really interesting or unique to UEA that you want to plug here?
3: (laughs) Um, It sounds always horrible to plug my own modules, but... Uh, It it is one of the most popular third year modules uh, that we get students from the BA in education, but also from our sociology degrees, our law degrees, our international development uh, degrees and so on. I I run a module called Media, Culture and Learning, where we watch movies, we read comic books, we listen to podcasts, uh, we spend the whole semester just drowning ourselves in media and thinking about what it's teaching us about race, disability, gender, sexuality, some really meaty and interesting subjects that students find really interesting to talk about and it changes year on year. So last year we were talking a lot about coronavirus and Real Housewives and some of the things that were popping up like Tiger King and all those sorts of things and this year I'm already preparing to have lectures around like Squid Game and uh, some of the TikTok challenges that are going on. So it's a module that evolves a lot and we have a lot of fun just digging into Uh, whatever is in the culture at the moment and thinking what that's telling us about broader issues. So I absolutely love just uh, having fun with students and, and watching media, basically.
2: That's so interesting. So I don't think that many students would look at modules on university websites or anything like that, and then think that they would be reading comic books and watching TV shows and making discussions around them. So I think that's really important to tell students. If students were deciding between similar subjects. And I know there is quite a lot of overlap at UEA with, as you said, modules from other courses that students can take. But if students were deciding between things like sociology or law or politics or kind of similar subjects to education, what should they be looking for when comparing courses? I know we've discussed modules, but are there any other things that they should be looking at?
3: I think one of the things that I really enjoy about what we offer is that we have wide-ranging experts in their field uh, and we work super closely with the school of social work and the sociology the new sociology group degree that started up there and we work closely with law and linguistics to offer a breadth of opportunities to our students i think one of the reasons to study education is that it, it gives you that sort of broad look at a, such a wide range of fields so we bring in experts in sociology, psychology, history, philosophy, international development, mathematics, cultural studies. I'd never thought that the sort of work that I do of uh, looking at strange parts of the internet and thinking about what that tells us about young people and uh, the ways in which they're accessing knowledge and uh, public information, I never thought that would be housed in education. But we have that sort of breadth of experience and expertise here that means that I do that and we have you know world leaders in mathematics education and the UNESCO chair for adult literacy is uh, a professor in our department so I think that breadth is really key to what we offer and what education as a subject in general offers as well as I think um, a blend between research and practice so we work really closely with local schools and uh, educational facilities to offer practical experiences to our students. And in the second year, you get a chance to go on a placement and to develop research projects through the second and third year that blend theory and practice in a really useful way, I think. So it is that merging of expertise and academic work alongside our brilliant colleagues who do work around the practical side of education that I I think makes us stand out as a really useful degree.
0: Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode.
2: Would you mind us talking a little bit more about those placements? Um, I know we said at the start that lots of students do go into teaching and I know education isn't all about teaching, but are there any specific things that would be useful for perhaps students that are wanting to pursue primary education in the future or anything like that? Would, Would those kind of placements help those students?
3: Yeah, I think that's one of the great things that we offer here is the opportunity not just to think theoretically about what happens in classrooms, but to dive in. So uh, this year, we have a lot of students heading into primary schools and secondary schools to study and to do a bit of research themselves, uh, where they are working with the settings that they're in to develop projects that work towards those settings. So it is a really useful bit on a CV, not just uh, in terms of the research and the work that you're going to be doing, but also it looks great on your CV to have that placement. And many of our students who go on placements end up working in the spaces where they've developed relationships in their second and third year. So it is a really useful foot in the door towards uh, future careers. So I, I think it's a really important pathway for students. And it's not just As I say, not just teachers, but we also have, you know, people working in local theatres and museums and so on if they're interested in those side of things and journalism. And and there's so many routes through placement that students can explore a a wide range of options available to them. But it it is really good on a CV as well as uh, an experience of hands-on teaching or education.
2: Another question that we always get asked by students is how do different degree courses differ? And I always tell them to have a look on university websites and have a look at how the degree is broken down. So have a look at the optional modules. And I know that at UEA we have got tons of different modules for students to select from. Could you just highlight a few um, that students tend to do in the second and third year in particular when they have their optional modules?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we do help students towards some core modules around, say, educational psychology and the blend between research and learning. But we have a wide range of optional modules available to them. As I said, we work really closely with other schools. So we uh, have strong links with sociology and social work and psychology, where you can take modules there if you'd like. But uh, we offer modules in childhood youth and transitions where we try and understand the ways in which young people today are experiencing youth and what our definitions of youth are and what it means that you can get an 18 to 35 rail card, I think, nowadays, which suggests that youth is extending into the 30s. That's what I tell myself, at least. Um, And we have modules around what teaching is, around environmental learning, where you can go outside and uh, play in the forests in Norfolk and out on the beaches and try and think about outdoor learning. Uh, We have modules on special educational needs and on language teaching. And uh, we're always willing to help work with students if there's anything specifically they want to research. I think what makes it such a, a useful course is that you are surrounded by cutting edge researchers who are publishing in their field and are putting out some really interesting work. So we try and do the best we can to bring that research into the classroom with us to offer a wide range of options to students.
2: That sounds so interesting and I would definitely be selecting some of those modules such as the outdoor learning. I think that that's something that lots of schools and lots of organisations are implementing. So I think it's definitely one to have a look out for for the future. Harry, thank you ever so much for joining us today. I've absolutely loved listening to you speak about education, speak about all the optional modules, the placements and what kind of students that you'd be looking for on your degree programme. Am I right in thinking that you're on our website on the Ask Us page so if listeners had any questions they can contact you?
3: Yeah absolutely if you uh, head to uea.ac.uk forward slash ask us uh, and click on the School of Education and Lifelong Learning you'll find me there and I'm more than happy to answer questions about the course or about any of the things that we've covered today it's always a joy to talk to incoming and potential students and to other people about the options that we offer here so yeah please do get in contact
2: perfect thank you ever so much and yeah thank you once again for joining us thanks a lot bye email
0: schools at uea.ac.uk to find out what we can do to support your school
1: That's it for another month. Thank you very much to Megan and Harry for joining us. Before we go, just a quick reminder that we are back to in-person open days. So we've really loved having students and their families back on campus to have a look around at the facilities, chat to current students, meet some academics. And we've got another open day coming up on Saturday the 20th of November. So please do encourage your students to register. You just need to go to uea.ac.uk forward slash visit. But thanks very much for listening. Take care and we'll see you soon.
0: That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion or ask us a question, drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.